0: Hello everyone, this is Marcus from the Messengers and today's episode is on pride and release. So pride is an area in our lives that can be good or bad. When we start to think of the positive things in our lives as things that we did and not acknowledge that God is the one who did them, we have a prideful spirit. So recognizing and thanking God allows us to release that pride and be able to walk in freedom with Him. So let us help you release your pride today. Well, hello everybody, this is Marcus and Tricia and we are
1: the messengers from God.
0: Boy, that's been a long time since we've said that, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, but it may not be so long since they've heard it.
0: There you go. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello everybody, we're just so glad you guys are here with us today and we're excited about uh, coming back to you. We know it's been a while, but uh, we are going to be uh, talking more about Pride and Release today. That's right. So, on the last episode, I think we talked about pride, correct? Uh, Wisdom and pride. Wisdom and pride. So, we're going to just expand on a little bit more about pride and talk about how to release that. That's right. Right? That's right. All right. right. So, without any further ado, let's get started. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) So, pride can be good when you recognize that God helped you through it, like an addiction or something like that. But you fall into the trap of a prideful spirit when you feel like you did it on your own. Correct. So like if you had an addiction to alcohol and, you know, God helped you through that, even through other people or through yourself, things like that. If you turn around and say, I beat this alcohol addiction, you know, I overcame alcohol. That's a prideful spirit. and, And that's not really true at all because if you were really focusing on it and then God was there helping you. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. Yeah. Do you guys know what we mean? I hope just so. Not. Oh, they're yes. nodding. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. nodding. Good. All right. Good job. <laughs> All
1: right. So another thing is, you can be proud of other people, your children, or other believers that are kingdom focused, things like that. And it's important, kingdom focused. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not just people who are wandering in their faith or just wandering. (laughs) Wandering
0: aloud, right?
1: Well, maybe. (laughs) Just wandering, like even away from God. So many times in the Bible, Paul wrote to the people telling them that he had pride in them. You know, he was proud of them and all that they were accomplishing. And, And he said that so many times. So it's okay for us to be proud of others. You know, our son is in a A musical right now, and we are very proud of him and all the hard work that he's done and what he's accomplishing, and that's that's great, you know. But we don't have a prideful spirit of, oh, this is our son; we taught him everything, so now he's just doing what we told him. Right? That's not at all, and that's
0: not true. So (laughs) he's learned a lot of it on his own and through class. That's right. So Paul was really proud of a lot of people. reading in the the New Testament.
1: He was proud of the people that accepted Christ from his ministry but he gave all the glory to God. It wasn't like his ministry that saved these people. It was God that saved these people. It was the words he said about Jesus who saved these people.
0: Right. right, So so examples that we're gonna kinda look at, we're not gonna read them right now but I'm I'm gonna put them in the notes section on our website. Right. So, but you can look up Romans eleven thirteen through 14 and also 2 Corinthians 7 3 through 4. So, like I said, I'll put those on our website and you can either look them up yourself or you can go straight to those notes sections and look Read at them, them right there. Mm-hmm. Make it easy on you, right?
1: That's right. <laughs> so, pride can be a pitfall for many people. When we take our eyes off of God and all that He's done for us, we can easily be fooled into thinking that we're the ones in control. And we're, we're talking about everybody, even us. We do this too, you know. Sometimes when things are going really well, it can be easy to say, well, I've done this, you know, and, and I've worked hard, so I did this. But, But really, we need to give God all the glory because he's the one working behind the scenes, you know, when we let him do that. Correct. So, an example is the Israelites. You know, they did this on many occasions, though they were warmed from the beginning. They became very prideful. And an example of that is Leviticus 26 14 through 29. And we can seem, you know, to sometimes pick on the Israelites because they, you know, God told them to do this and they did completely the opposite. But we really need to be thanking them because we see what they did so we know what to do and what not to do and that's
0: important what not to do <laughs> that's right all right so in the book of psalms david painted a picture of how the pride of the enemies of god was going to be their downfall mm-hmm. and that's in psalms 31 17 through 18. david showed that even in his despair he knew that he could turn to God and he would be faithful to rescue him from the evil ones because of their pride and unfaithfulness to God. That's right. So let's look at Psalms thirty-one, seventeen through 18. This is out of the NIV. Let me not be put to shame, Lord, for I have cried out to you. But let the wicked be put to shame and be silent in the realm of the dead. Let their lying lips be silenced for with pride and contempt they speak arrogantly against the righteous.
1: That's right. So David knew who his God was and what he was capable of. So he put his trust in God and he knew that he'd be saved. Yeah. And in Psalms 59:11, David prayed that God would not completely kill the enemy because he knew that people would forget God's ways. And unfortunately that's what happened. Right. So yeah. the the Proverb twenty nine twenty-three should be heated for the kings to
0: come. That's how he felt. Right. So let's look at that out of the NIV. Proverbs twenty nine twenty three. Pride brings a person low, but the lowly in spirit gain honor.
1: That's awesome. That is something that we can really grab and hold on to today because that's as true today for us as it was for Solomon because it's in Proverbs. <laughs> so, but it you know, it's true today for us and and not just them back then. So many kings in Israel's history went from good to bad. Some of them were completely good while others were completely bad. <laughs> it really just ranges up and down if you read the Old Testament. It's it's amazing to see how It went from good to bad from good to bad and it just seemed to flow that way but even some of the good ones who did wonderful things in the name of the lord fell into the trap of pride yeah and uzziah was one of these he had won wars and built up cities but pride pushed him into thinking he could offer incense to the lord without the priests and that just wasn't how it was done. Right. So then Uzziah was struck with leprosy because of this.
0: And you can find that in 2 Chronicles 26. <laughs> so another person is Hezekiah, and he was another king who did wonderful things. He did amazing things, which can be found in 2 Kings 18 through 21, and also 2 Chronicles 29 through 32. However, he did have a problem with pride but when he realized it, he repented. So let's look at 2 Chronicles 32, 24-26 out of the NLT. About that time Hezekiah became deathly ill. He prayed to the Lord who healed him and gave him a miraculous sign. But Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him, and he became proud. So the Lord's anger came against him and against Judah and Jerusalem then hezekiah humbled himself and repented of his pride as did the people of jerusalem so the lord's anger did not fall upon them during hezekiah's lifetime
1: and that's important to note because as you read on his anger did fall on them on judah and jerusalem and, and all those people but it wasn't in hezekiah's lifetime because he repented and released That pride. Right. So our pride can affect the others around us and coming behind us.
0: Right. All right, so moving on, we're going to look at Isaiah. And Isaiah had this to say about the Israelites in Isaiah 61, verse 1. And this is actually the scripture Jesus read in his hometown. And this is titled, The Year of the Lord's Favor. It says this, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners.
1: That's right, and that's just part of that verse, but it, um, it's really good how it goes on, and Jesus just fulfills every single one of those words that was spoken, and that's so awesome, but that's why... The Pharisees and everybody got so (laughs) mad because they didn't believe that he was the Son of God, the Messiah. But Isaiah had foreseen the future, and he knew that times were coming when we would need a Savior to release us from the bonds of corruptness and pride of this world. You can find more in Isaiah 53, verse 12. But Jesus came to do all of that, to break our bonds, to break our pride. And he did that. Right. Praise the Lord. He did that. (laughs) Peter even quoted this in the New Testament when he was teaching others about Jesus.
0: But this is 1 Peter 2.24 out of the NIV. It says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed
1: amen we stand on that promise a lot yes because it is a wonderful promise yes
0: and when you're praying for somebody that's sick you got to remind them that you know they've been healed already that's right if, if they're believers in whether they're believers in christ or not you know jesus died for all not just for believers he died for everybody and he took those sins and he took that sickness on himself for everybody not just people who believed in him hmm so you gotta remember th- those those uh those those promises are not just for us they're for non-believers too and you know a lot of times we'll see a non believer be healed and when they realize you know this was supernatural yeah you know this wasn't part of the natural way of things occurring they, the only thing they can explain it, it by is it was a miracle, that's and right. where do miracles come from? God, exactly. So, <laughs> a lot of times they will uh, they'll realize, you know, God is real, mm-hmm. and He healed me.
1: That's right. So, that's right. So, when we repent of our sins and ask God for forgiveness, He graciously frees us from the bondage of this world. All the lies the enemy tries to whisper in our ears about how God could never love us or free us from our chains, they are all just that, lies. All of our hurts, sins, and bonds were all taken on the cross. And now is the time to let go. Yes. We need to realize that we are released from these attacks. And these are things such as pride. We can release that in our lives. Physical and mental pain and anguish, those are wonderful to be taken away. Right. Insecurity is another big one that we seem to hold on to and, and it's hard to let go. But once we know who we are in Christ, it you become more secure in who you are.
0: Yeah. And one of the hardest ones that I have is anger. You know, I've been released of that, but I still struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that has always been there for me mm-hmm. before I was a believer and even after I've been a believer. That's right. Jealousy
1: is another one that people struggle with. Mm-hmm. And there are just so many more that, that you're released from and let go of. And, and that's awesome.
0: Yep. So Jesus released us from these worries that hold us back. So once we realize who we are in Christ, we need to let go of all the lies this world has tried to chain us down with and be free.
1: Amen. It's yeah. an amazing feeling to be free from from any bad thing. And to know that we are loved and cherished by God, that any time you think about that or feel that you you just gotta release <laughs> anything that you negative that you feel. Yeah. So we need to release these situations and offenses and remember them no more. That's what God does. He says, you know, when we repent, he remembers our sin no more. Correct. Now that's a little harder for us to do, because, especially me, because you can, I replay it and replay it and replay it. And then I just have to say, you know what? No, no, Satan, I'm not having these lies, these lies whispered in my head, you know? I am free from this. This is in my past, and I'm not gonna replay it over and over.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times it's hard for us to understand. How can God forgive somebody of that?
1: That's right.
0: You know, we think of all these things, but if they'll repent and they'll ask for forgiveness, then they are forgiven, regardless of whatever it is. That's right. That's why we don't have to get right with God before we come to Him. We come to Him as we are, as filthy rags. Yeah. And He makes us right with Him. That's right. And his sin. Son. Sin is sin.
1: No one's sin is greater than anyone else. Someone who murders something is a sinner, and someone who steals just even something little, he's a sinner too. Correct. But God died to take all those sins. Jesus died to take all those sins. Right. So things from our past will only bog us down and delay the gifts God has for us. We need to have room for all the blessings that He has ready waiting for us. We need to declutter, that's a big word now, declutter, and release things from our past. So releasing everything bad in your heart and mind and just fill up so full of God that there's no room for anything else. That's awesome when you get to that place where you're just so full of God that nothing else matters. You don't think about all the bad things. You just think about how good God is. And it's like, it's kind of like a helium balloon. We had this example Mm -hmm. um, in Sunday school, we had a helium balloon. And so we, to, to visualize it to the people, we just let it go and let it fly up to the sky. We just let it go because That was us releasing everything bad and negative inside of us. Right. So we encourage you to let God be the helium in your life so you can live unhindered with him.
0: I think one of the most famous sayings that that are popular now is let go and let God. That's right. You know.
1: And that's awesome. Amen. That little thing says so much.
0: Yeah. Right there. It's so there. simple, but it is so powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes very hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> but when you do, it's amazing.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Other than, uh, you know, every episode, we, we ask you, if, you ever, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we give you a chance to do that right here, and we kind of explain how to do it. But we have to to make sure that you understand something first, that choosing Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make. So God's Word promises this, and we're going to look at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, and then also Romans 10, verse 13. But Romans 10, 9 through 10 says this, that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then a few lines down, Romans 10:13, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's who, whoever. Or also in some, some version it says whosoever. So everybody is a whoever or a whosoever, regardless of a, how old you are, what you've done, you can always call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. Right? Right. All right. <laughs> so by God's grace, He has already done everything to provide salvation. He sent His Son. Jesus did His part and became the final sacrifice. And that's how we, how we look at Him. He's the, he's the sac- final sacrifice that was ever needed. That's right. The last shedding of blood.
1: Now we are right with God.
0: So your part is not hard at all. You just need to simply believe and receive. So if you have never done this before and you really feel like you need to, I would like for you to pray this out loud with me. Say this, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So the very moment that you commit your life to Christ, the truth of His word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you have been born again and there is a brand new you.
1: Awesome. awesome.
0: So we just encourage you, if you just prayed that, we would love to hear from you and, and let us know if there's anything we can do to help you with your walk down this, this long road, you know? Or yeah. it could be a short road. We don't know where you're at. Yeah. We don't know what's going on, but we do know this that if you have prayed that and meant that from your heart, that there are angels that are rejoicing right now. That's right. So for, uh, go, go to our website, it's the messengersradio.com. And click on the Contact Us link. And if you'll fill that little uh, form out, it goes to both Trisha's email and my email. And we'll be happy to uh, respond back to you as soon as we can. Yes. We look forward to, people, to the emails we get. That's
1: right.
0: So, until next episode.
1: We love you.
0: And we hope to uh, have another one up soon. <laughs> yeah. Sooner than last time. Right?
1: (laughs) All right. Y'all have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye. Or night. Bye. (laughs) Did you learn anything from today's show? Feel free to contact us on our website, themessengersradio.com.